I'm live. Hey guys, Linda Antwi. Welcome to 90 Day The Melanated Way. We are talking all things family Chantel. It was the season finale. Oh. Anyways, uh, I wanted to kind of start with the ending. I felt it was a little lackluster. I felt like there should have been more going on. I felt like something should have been going on, but in my opinion, it kind of just fizzled out at the end and I was a little bit surprised by that. Uh, I want to shout out my day oneers, Tessa, Jalisa, Linda, Lydia, Crystal, uh, Raydella, Amanda. You know, without you guys, the show wouldn't be possible. So from the bottom of my heart, I totally appreciate you guys. Shout out live chat. Hey, Belly, hey. Um, Family Chateau, it's over. Season two, done. That was so quick. I felt like 10 episodes, really? We're done? But apparently we're done. Uh, I want to get into... Hi, Lucia. Hi, you're new. Welcome from Facebook. Um, I wanted to get into the Philippines real quick. So... We're in the Philippines and uh, the gang decides that they're gonna hustle on over to Royal's place to get some answers from him. Royal answers the door and lo and behold, groom, groomsmen are already there. So we see that Anjanette's brother is there and a couple other groomsmen that we didn't really get to know, but we just knew that they were part of the wedding. And uh, the family comes in all gangbusters ready to like talk about how they they feel they've been disinvited to the wedding. Not mentioning how they were acting, not mentioning the, the running amok that they were doing, just like, hey, what's up with the wedding? So Karen starts and she's like, you know, last night was so interesting. She's like, I had a great night and I really enjoyed myself uh, before you asked us to leave. I was like, Karen, why don't we roll back to why you were asked to leave and let's talk about that. But no, she felt nothing was wrong. She felt she did no harm, no foul. She thought that bringing up all that stuff on you know, day one of their wedding ceremony was fine with her, no problems. She said she didn't come with it with malice. So she was shocked that she was kicked out. Well, I'm shocked that you're shocked that you didn't think you did anything. That's what I, I'm shocked about. And Royal, which again, you guys, I am so surprised that he's considered the voice of reason. You know what I mean? Like this dude came out swinging with all the anger issues and all of a sudden he's the voice of reason for the family Chantel. So he's like, listen, I told you guys not to act up before you got there and you guys still acted up and it was not okay. He's like, this wedding is supposed to be about us. So of course, I want you guys to come, but like, can you promise me that you're going to behave? Chantel tries to go off on a tangent. And I was, Chantel's attitude this last episode was a little suspect to me, but she tries to go off on a tangent, um, talking about, yeah, I'm the one that said that Anjanette was fishing. And I think that she was talking to a bunch of other American men before she was talking to you. So she still wanted to drag that up. Yo, we're here already. And like Royal said, we're already married. We're just having our wedding. So y'all going to have to deal with it or not deal with it. That's up to you. Uh, Crystal says he really did give them a lot of chances. He really did give them a lot of chances. And 
seemed very patient considering, you know, how we met him, how he started. So I thought that was interesting. And then, y'all, did you notice that Thomas, last episode, episode 10, all of a sudden had all the words to say? He talked so much that I was shook. I was like, who, who is this man? All of a sudden you have all your words on this last episode. So Thomas says, <clears throat> um, you know, they're blaming Anjanette still. And he's like, well, I think that it might've been good of her to say like, yeah, I might've been talking to other American men on Facebook, but I found love with Royal. Um, and that would have made everything okay. Well, first of all, she's saying that she was not. It's Chantel who's saying that she was, and Chantel is saying it because she says she heard it from Royal, who's also denying it. So I'm a little confused. Like, why don't if Royal's let it go, why can't Chantel let it go unless she's trying to dig dirt and have that relationship be a shit show? Because like, why else are you saying all this stuff if Royal's saying at the end of the day I didn't say that, and you're holding on to the fact? and keep bringing it up over and over and over again, that that's indeed what happened. He denied it, she denied it, they're already married, maybe just kind of move on. Crystal says, right, Thomas talks so much. I think he's been talking all along and they probably have been editing him out because he isn't as sensational as Mama Karen. Maybe, that could be true, that could be true. Um, Lydia says, I think they're used to people reacting like Lydia and with Anjanette's family didn't go to their level. Their family, Chantel, was salty. I think so, too. Um, so Chantel is a hater. Facts. She's a hater. She wants her marriage not to be the marriage that's the issue. She wants royal marriage to be the issue and not hers. So they decide... Um, if they cannot cause any problems, they're welcome to come, is, is what River is saying. Or excuse me, what Royal is saying. So Pedro was the smart one in this situation. And Pedro was like, he stands up and he's like, okay, I'm going to get ready. Because he didn't want any more talk because he knows how the family, I feel like he's like working out how the family Chantel dynamic is. And he's realizing like, don't say too much. And as soon as enough is said, because they're going to say what they're going to say, then get out of there. And that's that's what he was he was doing. He was like, all right, we're allowed to come. Cool. Let's get out of here. Let's go get ready before anyone changes their mind or anyone says something stupid. And there's going to be more talk and, and more arguments. Um, so off to the wedding they go. Then we land in the DR, y'all. We land in the DR. Uh, it's Carnival. And I was a little disappointed that they didn't show us more of Carnival. Like, how often are we in the Dominican Republic? And how often are you in the Dominican at the same time that Carnival's going on? Like, show us a little something. Yeah, I saw that they had costumes, but it's like last week we saw they were there. And then this week we see the end of it. Like, show us a little something. Give us a little, like, two-minute montage on what was going on, the drinking and the dancing and the costumes and, you know, the vibe. I don't know. I would have liked to have seen that, but no. Um, we find out that Alejandro is leaving in two days and that um, Nicole is really upset because her mom's not there as well as she doesn't have her mom's approval yet. So she's just like feeling a little blue, but she loves him. 
But she does say she doesn't know how long this relationship is going to last, which I thought was really interesting in the beginning. I think those doubts that her mom was planted in her, her ear has landed and now she's doubting the situation. Um, Crystal says back to Pedro. Pedro is the MVP of the season and ultimate wingman. I wouldn't mind traveling with him. He always seems so down. So true. Um, so Alejandro's feeling anxious because he's got this ring, y'all. He's got this ring. He wants to do something with this ring and he wants to show his commitment to Nicole. So they sit down and they're talking about the relationship. And he says, you know, nothing in life is perfect, but that he loves her and he's willing to fight for her and fight for their relationship. Um, and he wants to demonstrate all that love he has for her and what she means to him. And he was really like poetic with it. He was really, he put some thought into what he wanted to say to her, how he wanted to say it. Um, it was like a big drum roll, please. And he says, you really are the love of my life. Um, and I really want your mom and brothers to see how beautiful this relationship is, y'all. They stand on this like podium thing. There's like lights and stuff behind them. And then he gets on one knee and then he pops open the box and he says, it's a ring. Okay. I mean, okay. And it's not an engagement ring. It's a promise ring, which brings me to my first question that I'm going to pop up for y'all because I have a lot of thoughts about this. Do you guys believe in promise rings? Do you believe in promise rings? Because I felt like that was a huge buildup for a promise ring. And like what it, a promise ring is a commitment to the relationship. And do you give promise rings because you're already married and that's why you can't actually be engaged? Or do you give a promise ring because you're promising to be committed or you're promising to marry the person sometime down in the future. It's very odd. It's very odd. Yeah, Crystal. All these 90-day promise rings. Is that a thing now? Is that a thing? You give promise rings to shut the person up. <laughs> uh, Lydia says promise keys are the worst. Oh, yeah, Tom with the promise key. Promise keys, promise rings. I promise that this means nothing is, is how I take it. So all this buildup for a promise ring and from a married man. Nicole was ecstatic. She was so, so, so happy. She, I thought she was going to cry. That's how happy she was. And I felt like she took it more like we're getting married soon. So this is, this is my pre- engagement ring like we're about to be engaged the only problem is you're already married so yeah the ring was definitely very very pretty he put some thought into that as well but like you're married already dude like you're married already you know what i mean maybe like cut that out first and then move on i don't know what do y'all think do you think it's okay to if you're actually indeed separated and you are in the process of a divorce and you've met somebody else, 
is it okay to pursue that relationship? And then if that person, like he says, is your soulmate, give them a promise ring or get engaged to them. Is that cool? What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the live chat. What do you guys think on Facebook? Let me know. Is it okay to get pre-engaged or engaged while you're still legally married to somebody else? I mean, if they're no longer together, I guess, you know, you're just being, I don't know, efficient. Um, Crystal says, but did you see him almost fall over? I was thinking that this is your clue that it wasn't a good idea. I did see him almost fall over. But then what did you think, Crystal, of the bells ringing exactly at the moment after she said, yeah, it's all good, like we're together? Because she felt like it was a sign. She's like, the universe is conspiring. The bells are ringing. She was all excited. So I don't know. It could be like a, hey, this is a good thing. Or those could be bells like, ding, 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 wake up. This is a bad idea. <laughs> Lydia said, I would rather uh, receive a copy of the divorce papers or motion for it. And Radella said the whole thing was staged. Um, so we see that she's excited. Um, and then Alejandro is like, even if everyone's against us, let's fight tooth and nail to be together. And she doesn't know how her mom's going to feel about it. Producers asked her, like, how do you think that your mom is going to react? And, you know, she knew, she totally knew that her mom was going to freak out and still not be for it. Um, but she's like, I don't know. I'm just going to show her the ring. And if she has a problem, here's the ring. I was like, okay, Nicole, you got balls right now. But when you go sit down in front of Lydia, I think it's going to be a whole different idea. Um, Lydia said those bells were red flag bells. Ding, 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 ding. And Crystal said, yeah, she wasn't listening. Hey, Kimberly. Hey. So then we jump back to the Philippines um, and we start off with Anjanette and Anjanette said that the first night of the wedding was ruined uh, because of the confrontation with the family Chantel um, and that her aunt was really, really mad at the situation, mad at the family Chantel um, because they made it seem in that community that Anjanette was a slut and money hungry and you know that was not okay. So then she's getting ready, uh, hair and makeup did, and her three friends, Eva, uh, Irene, and Maurice come. They look gorgeous in their dresses, and they're like, "Hey, are you good? Um, you know, do you want the family to come?" And Anjanette really doesn't want the family to come, but she respects the fact that it's Royal's family, so that they're probably going to have to be there. But she's like, I just want them to respect me and my family and I'll respect them in return, which makes total sense to me as well. Because you guys already screwed up her first night. She's not feeling good. Can you imagine feeling so torn on your wedding day? Like, that's not okay. That family made it about them and not about the special day that Royal and Jeanette were having. They're being, you know, the Facebook, the Facebook sleuths. And Y'all, it's not even a thing. Like this whole conspiracy Facebook thing, we realized that they came up with it by themselves, right? Karen got a call. 
from someone, not even her brother. She got a call from someone else. I think she was talking to her mom or something. And the mom says that someone in the Philippines called Ronson. And then all of a sudden that turned into Anjanette's mom. And then also Anjanette were scheming and scamming and conniving them out of money. Like, y'all, exactly, Crystal. This, oh, the family, the Filipino Secret Service, this is the friends. But I was like, you all made this up in your mind. It, you almost seem a little like crazy because this whole theory is not even a theory. It's a theory that you came up with that is not provable. And there are no like, you have no receipts. So like, maybe just pump the brakes. I don't know. So um, she's not at them at the wedding, but you know, she can't do anything about it now. And the friend says that the family Chantel has brought this malice, uh, which in their tradition is bad luck. Um, and I laughed. And I know I shouldn't have laughed, but I laughed that the family was considered bad luck. And if you think about it, you guys, think about Chantel and Pedro's wedding. Same thing. Like, there was an issue. Like, they bring the drama to the weddings. Like, just like Pedro said, weddings maybe aren't their thing. Like, maybe it's something that they just can't get used to or can't let go of. Whatever the case, whenever there's a wedding, you know that the family Chantel is going to bring the drama. And lucky for us, they bring the drama. But for the people that are getting married, probably not so much. Um, the friends think that the family shouldn't come. They should just stay at the hotel, chill, and then head back to America. But you know that no one is putting Karen in a box. No one's telling Karen that she can't do something that she wants to do. That's not going to happen. Um, and then I thought the, the whole groomsmen part was hilarious. So we see the three groomsmen and then River, Thomas, and Pedro comes. And y'all, I want to talk about these male garter belts. First of all, I didn't know it was a thing. Um, but when Pedro was changing and he had his little garters on to keep his shirt down, but it looked like garter garter. And Thomas called it uh, the garter for men and I call it ma male garters. Did you know it was a thing? And I was like, Pedro, you are so high maintenance. What is this? What are you doing? I love it. I'm here for it. But you're a little high maintenance. And he's like, well, look, my shirt, my shirt, look at, look how good it looks. I was like, Pedro, for real, you boxed that up and put that in your suitcase and took it on your flight to the Philippines? <laughs> uh, Crystal said, I guess y'all knew it was a thing because Crystal sent her brother a garter belt clip. Um, so yeah, I guess it's a thing. I guess guys like that. Maybe that should be on a list somewhere for me to send. Um, so guys are getting ready. They get down to the bottom of the hotel and they're waiting for the women. Y'all, these dresses. The dresses. First of all, why were they walking down the staircase so slow? Did y'all notice that? Like how slow each one of them were going down the stairs like that. They were going so slow. And then all of a sudden, these dresses appear. And 
I am not over the dresses. And I want to talk about these dresses because I felt like they thought that they were going to Kinsiera. And let's talk about Karen's dress first. So Karen was in this green dress, fluffy, gold, lame all over it. When she got to the bottom of the stairs, she did a curtsy. I mean, and she called it, because, you know, I just called it a quinceanera dress, and she called it, and I looked it up, and you guys, worldwide, whoever's watching this, if this is a real thing, because I tried to Google it, and I could not find it, but she called it a Filipinas, a Filipinatas, a Filipinatas. Is that a real thing, or is that a Karenism? Because I tried to look it up, and I could not find it, so I feel like she made it up, but she said that it was a traditional wedding dress for wedding, or not wedding dress, a traditional um, outfit that they wear to weddings in the Philippines. Um, and Royal's like, who told you that? And she said that they told them that at the mall. And I'm thinking the mall people probably felt like, let's just pull a fasten on them. Why not? They're never going to come back here. But if it's a thing, Oh, see? So Lydia said, that's a Karen thing. See? I knew a Filipinatas. Even the sound of it sounds sounds like something Karen would say for sure. Uh, so Karen's wearing that one. And then Winter's wearing this blue and white straight out of like Disney princess fairy tale dress with like white stuff all over it. And then Chantel's dress with the sparkle and then the green uh, tulle, tulle, is it tulle? Green tulle. Um, I was just like, what's happening right now? What's happening right now? Yes, Crystal, Winter clearly hated the dresses, but I think they all hated, the, like the men hated the dresses. And I think that's why Royal was like, who told you that this was a thing? And then Karen was trying to say that, well, and Jeanette never told us what the dress code is. Bitch, have you never gone to a wedding? Have you never gone to a wedding? And even if you feel like it's a traditional Filipino wedding, there's Google. You know what I mean? Like, do your own research. Why is it that someone always has to tell you this is how it is? This is take it upon yourself and do your own research. I don't, I don't get it. Kimberly says. Everything Karen says or does should be considered a Karen thing until it can be verified. <laughs> um, and yes, if they don't want to take the five seconds it takes to do a Google search, go ahead and, and ask yourself. If you have questions, go ahead and ask those questions. Um, and Lydia says, if they have time to talk about Facebook with her, uh, they could have asked her what to wear. <laughs> Y'all are on fire in the comments. Um, and Belly says, they like making a fool of themselves. Anjanette's aunties was laughing at them. So we flip back. So the dresses, y'all. I was. What did you guys think of the dresses? Again, let me know in the comments. Anjanette didn't even want them there anyways, exactly. And... Uh, we flip back to the Dominican Republic and Nicole's going to talk to her mom. And 
Lydia asked about how Carnival was and Nicole said it was great. It had a, such a beautiful, special moment with um, her man and she goes into her bag and she shows the ring. And Lydia says, oh God, how ridiculous. A married man giving a ring? You are looking ridiculous, my daughter. Uh, what are you getting? She says, what are you doing with a ring from a married man? And then that took Nicole aback a little bit. And she was like, well, this is a promise ring. It's not a wedding ring. And she's trying to explain to her mom that, you know what? This is a good thing. I'm happy. I love him. And I want to be with him. And I want you to be happy for me. And Lydia's like, all men are the same. This process of divorcing is going to be years of divorcing. And it's going to leave you in the same position, she says. And that uh, he doesn't love you. He just wants to basically have sex with you. He wants to get in your pants and get in bed and call it a day. And she thinks that he's going to get tired of Nicole and then leave her and go back to his wife. I felt like, you know, there's some valid points that Lydia was making. Um, live chat's talking about it. Belly says the comments when Lydia is insulting her daughters is hilarious to me. Yeah, because she looks her belly, she looks her dead in her face and like doesn't freak out and just keeps talking. Doesn't raise her voice, just keeps talking. It is, it is something. Uh, Crystal says, yes, her calm demeanor was a bit scary. And Kimberly says, buy me, promise nothing at my big age. Commit or move aside so I can find another. Um, Lydia says that Lydia, Nicole's mom, is a party pooper. Um, so, you know, you guys, we have to also remember that she has these deep-rooted scars from her old relationship. And she's comparing that relationship with Alejandro. Like, she really feels, I think, that Alejandro is just a reincarnation of her ex. And she's seen it, been there, done that before. And I also think, too, that unfortunately, there is that stereotype of Dominican guys, you know, getting around and having a wife and having a girlfriend and having a couple of babies on the side. There is that stereotype there. And I think that because Lydia has lived through it, she is more protective of Nicole and she's worried that Nicole is going to walk in her steps. And they always say that parents don't want you to have to deal with what they've had to deal with. They want better for you, right? And Nicole even mentions that. Nicole says, you know, her mom is not listening to her because she's really comparing their situations and comparing what she's gone through with her ex um, and not being able to see behind those blinders. So I get that. I get that part. But I also get what Lydia is saying. Like, go ahead. Because you guys remember when we first met Alejandro, he said that his wife served him with divorce papers. All he had to do was sign them. Do you all remember that? So he didn't sign them because as soon as the wife found out that he was dating Nicole, she got jealous and wanted to give their relationship another try. 
Now, did you hear what I just said? The wife got jealous and the wife wanted to give the relationship another try. So that means Alejandro doesn't sign the divorce papers. Hmm. Fishy, right? A little bit like, wait, what? So you're jealous. So that's going to prevent me with my pen to sign these papers right here. I don't know. Crystal says, Nicole isn't asking the right questions or really thinking all this through. She's immature. I do think Lydia is putting some of, experience, of her experience onto Nicole, but her concerns are valid. And Lydia agrees um, that Lydia has some valid points. And Kimberly says, we all want our children to be better, but it's a slap in the face when they make the same mistake we do and think they know better than us, not a mother. And Rodella says he's playing both sides. I, you know, Rodella, I think that there might be some truth to that, that. Now that I thought about the reasoning of why he didn't sign the paperwork for his divorce papers, it seems a little fishy to me right now. Um, but what I did thought, what I did thought, what I did think was interesting, you guys, was when the mom says that she was in the situation that she was because she didn't listen to her mom and that they, meaning Nicole and Pedro were the consequences. Don't you think that that is like, it's like a stab in the face. I thought that was so hurtful and Nicole was offended. And I really even wrote in my notes, ouch. Like, so basically you're saying I'm a consequence. I'm like a mistake. And had you listened to your mother, then Pedro and Nicole wouldn't even be in existence because you would have taken her advice. So I thought that was really hurtful of Lydia. And she did it so calmly and she said it so directly. And that's when Nicole got up and walked into her room with her bag and then left. I was like, wow, that was a lot. And, you know, that's a lot to hear from a mother, a mother to a daughter. That's a lot like that you, I don't know. I just thought that wasn't very nice. Um, Lydia says low blow and Raydella agrees with her. And Crystal says, yeah, that was a bit tough to hear. It was a bit, it was a bit like, wow. Um, so Nicole leaves. And then you guys, did you peep her car? The 2014 sticker was still on it. So now I'm convinced that that car was like off the lot and they rented it for filming. Because I say that because all of a sudden, and we'll get to that, but all of a sudden when Alejandro's leaving, they're in like a car that is driven by someone like, you know, like Uber or a Lyft or whatever, a car service. And I was like, why are we in a car service if we've had this car this whole time? that Nicole's been driving around with the big sticker on it. Like she can't drive to the airport. You know what I mean? Just a few little production tweaks that don't make sense to me. They're minor, but they give me questions. And when I have questions, I have to ask them. So uh, we jump back to the Philippines and um, the family's getting into the van to get to the wedding. And Karen's like, listen, if they don't want us there, that's fine. But we made an effort to show up and to come to this wedding. So that's what we're going to do. 
they're greeted by Aunt Jane, who really doesn't want another shameful thing to happen like it did the night before. And I thought that was so sad. Like, you're meeting her family for the first time, and that's the impression that you left with them. Shame. Shameful. They think you're shameful. And not only shameful, when we get to that part, the mom, Anjanette's mom, hates the family Chantel. I said it. Her body language and her the fact that she was just like looking at them and the fact that she does speak some English, but she was looking at them anyways, she's not impressed. And yeah, I'll leave it there because I do want to talk about that. So wedding starting. They're like, you need to get in because, you know, Anjanette doesn't want to come out till everyone's inside. So they're walking in and it was pretty, like it was pretty to see Anjanette's parents greet her at the door and walk her down the aisle as a family. That was really sweet. Um, I thought the ceremony was beautiful. But did you guys get a sense that the ceremony, we got clips of it or like this was kind of recreated almost a little bit? That's the vibe I got because if you guys follow our social media, I did post the full wedding video and it just looks a little bit different than this. But, you know, I get it for TV and for cameras and stuff. Um, it just seemed a little different, but it, Anjanette looked beautiful. Um, I loved the church wedding. Uh, I thought it was interesting that we learned that Royal's middle name was Christopher, Christopher so Royal Christopher. I'm having talking problems today. I don't know what, what's happening with me, but Christopher. And she said, yes, I do. And he said, yes, I will, which I thought was interesting too. Um, and then meanwhile, they're showing this beautiful ceremony and they're sh showing Chantel to camera and Chantel's still bitching to camera as the wedding's going on about Royal knows that Anjanette was talking to five other Americans and Royal knows that she was lying and Royal knows about the pregnancy and Royal, I was like, Chantel, just stop. Like, when are you about to stop? Because they're already married. Y'all already made a fool of yourselves at the party. And now at the wedding, you can't do anything at the wedding. But to camera, you're still talking shit after the wedding has already happened. Like, y'all, they're not married once. They're married twice. They're married. Let this stupid Facebook thing go. It's outrageous. But she's like, well, I just don't want Royal to be married to someone who treats him poorly for the rest of his life. I was like, stop it. Rodella says, it's time for Chantel to stay in her lane. And Crystal says, Chantel needs to chill. Are you wishing a divorce on your brother? It's irrelevant to bring up stuff from before they got married the first time. Exactly. First time and second time. They're married. Wrap this up. Um, and then Thomas, because Thomas was feeling chatty in this episode. Thomas and Karen are back to camera. And Karen is talking about how the Filipino people are, she says, 
there are devious people in the Philippines. And Thomas agrees with her. And she then goes to say, but we're civil and we like to do the right thing. And we like to get along with everybody, but we are on guard. And we do not like scammers. And we feel like there are scammers all around. I was like, okay, wait, what? Have you proven any of these far-fetched theories yet? Or are these just your theories again? Because these conspiracy theories you got going on, Karen, and Thomas, who's jumping in, that's all they are. They're thoughts that you've had in your mind, and you think that they're true, and so therefore they're true. Um, we flip back over to Alejandro in the DR, and he's leaving, and he's feeling sad, and Nicole's feeling sad. They hop in the car service. Um and he asks her if she's hiding the ring. And she's like, well, it's bringing stress to me. And mom can't look at you. And whoop de whoop whoop. I was like, OK, so where are we going with this? And that's exactly what he said. He's like, so what does that mean? Do you want to break up? Is this too difficult? Because I honestly don't want to fight on my last day. I'm leaving. I want us to like have love and all of that. But I don't want to fight with you anymore. Um, and she's like, well, you just don't know. You're going to be in New York, and I'm going to be in the Dominican. And it's just so stressful for me. And she really does have to make up with her mom because, you know, she lives with her mom. So they're going to have to work that out. So I get that part. Um, but what can you do about it, right? You made your decision. Lydia told you where she stood. And you said that, you know, this is what you wanted to do. But did you guys notice that Nicole really heeds what her mom says. So she says to Alejandro that she needs to know that he's going to finalize his divorce because it's the only way that they're going to be able to show Lydia that she was she was wrong and that Lydia's wrong about men who are supposedly getting divorced and never get divorced and they go back to her ex. Like, I need you to go to New York City and go ahead and finalize that divorce. And he's like, you know, that that's not going to be our story and I'm going to work on it in the next couple of months. Do you want, next couple of months? I thought you already had the divorce papers. So someone needs to explain to me how this divorce is working. Cause if you've already filed and the last thing it is you need to do is sign, then you sign and it should be over quite quickly. Right? Because I'm thinking of um, Vanessa from Colt and Vanessa. And when I looked at her dates on her divorce decree, it literally was like in that same month, once it was filed, there was like months in between, but once it was filed and finalized, it was like within the same month. So uh, Crystal says, nothing has been filed, I'm sure. And Isabella, hi, Isabella. Isabella says, unless there are children involved. Okay, but he says that he doesn't have children. So do we have some doubts? Are there some doubts in the live chat um, and on Facebook? Are there some doubts? Do we think that maybe he has some children hidden? Maybe, right? Because his reasoning for not signing the papers doesn't make sense. Raydella says, I'm sure too he has not filed. Well, then 
maybe Lydia's right, you guys. Maybe he, she has she sees it. She talks about parents and moms specifically having a sixth sense. So maybe she sees it. Maybe she knows something that we don't know. Because if you guys all think that he hasn't even filed it yet, then Lydia's dead right. And Lydia, our Lydia says, I don't think he's filed. Wow, y'all. Crystal says, I doubt the whole story. Who knows? Wow. Okay, y'all. That, that, uh, those are some big, Lydia says, my divorce took three years. From start to finish, though, right? Not once the paperwork has already been filed, Lydia. Um, because if it's three years from now, y'all, we're going to be watching the family Chantel for many years to come. If we're starting from this point right now. Um, we flip back to the Philippines. Royal gives his speech. And uh, I thought the speech was not the greatest. But he seemed festive, which I thought was, was cool. Um, and then we find out that the parents, his side and her side, hadn't talked all night. Um, and then the families decide to talk. And it looked like a face-off. It looked like, like a rap battle. And on the one side... You had like the crazies on the other side. You had the locals and um, Antoinette's arms were crossed. She was not smiling to camera. She said that she feels like they're fake people and they treated us fake. Um, and this line I thought was really important. I wrote down only see genuine goodness by how people act. You only see genuine goodness by how people act. And I thought that is so true, right? Because words can come out of your face, but what are your actions saying, right? That whole saying, actions speak louder than words, dead on. Antoinetta was dead on. And I think that she's worried for her daughter. And Karen sensed that because Karen says, Oh, don't worry about Anjanette. Um, she's going to be fine in the U.S. She has me. She has Thomas. And she has my children. I was like, y'all aren't helping the situation here because you're the issue. That's what the mom is worried about. She's not worried about America, per se. She's worried about this family right here who she thinks is fake and she thinks is not genuine. Um, so, ha! Crystal said, it was like 106 in Park Freestyle Friday. Hell yeah. That's exactly what it was like. Battles. Arms crossed. Um, so it didn't go well. And then Karen does this like thing she does. You know how she's like the queen where she like learns one word or two words. Like Remember when she was learning Spanish and she was like, Pedro, como estas? She did the same thing here when she was saying goodbye. Uh, and I can't remember. Does someone know how to say goodbye in Tlaug? They said it like 10 times, but I didn't write it down, so now I don't remember. But she said it, and then she did like the queen wave very slowly to everybody. And I was like, oh, Karen. Oh, Karen, you're just being so Karen-ish. Um, 
Crystal says she she does seem to be the only one that tries though. But Crystal, is she actually trying or is she being condescending? And what I mean by that, is she really trying to learn a language or does she want to learn like a couple of phrases to act like she cares, but she's really using it in a condescending way? Like, I'm still better than you. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Belly says, by the way, group hugs are the worst. So awkward. Um, And Lydia said, yep, the group hug was odd. That group hug was a fake group hug. Um, They all weren't really trying to hug each other. And then did you guys notice? I think that the cameraman was like above them because when they broke away from the group hug, they all looked up. Like pet, like all of them actually. They all kind of looked up. Look at that scene again, you guys. It was weird. I was like, "What are you looking at?" Oh, the mic and cameraman might be filming from here, right, so that they can see everybody. Um, Lydia says the family was not impressed with the Tulag. No, as as they should not be impressed with it because it was nonsense. And she even said it wrong the first time. They corrected her. She said it wrong the second time, and then she finally got it right. And they're looking at her like, okay. Um, then we see Royal and Anjanette to camera on the couch. And Royal tries to convince us, the viewers, that the merit that um their wedding was mem- a memorable, magical experience. I'm looking at his words, but I'm watching Anjanette's face, and she looked pissed. She was not smiling. She's not looking at him lovingly. They were both sitting there all stiff, and her face was like deadpan to camera, and I started laughing. I was like, oh, see, this is the royal I remember. This is the interaction between the two that I remember, so... That whole wedding bliss, newlywed situation, this does not look like that. Um, Exactly. We weren't at the same wedding then, exactly. And Lydia says Karen should have given them a real apology because that would have been way better. I agree with you, Lydia. Um, So Anjanette's like, you know, they're my family now. I'm never going to trust them, um, especially Chantel, but I'll be civil to them. And I was like, ooh, that seems like a whole other thing is going to go down that we're going to see again shortly. Um, And then Karen talks about the scams again. She's like, there's a scam over here and there's a scam over there. And we don't love the usury. Meaning... She felt like Pedro and Chantel's wedding was a scam. Now she thinks Anjanette and Royal wedding was a scam. And between the two families, they're all trying to use the family Chantel. Now, I don't know about y'all, but like, I don't know their situation like that, but I don't really think that everyone is coming after them like that. I don't know why they feel that way. Maybe they've had some trickery in the past and now they're, on guard, like Karen says, but it's interesting to me that she thinks that anyone outside of her family is coming after them to use them. And you know that saying, it takes one to know one? I'm just going to leave that there. 
you know, it's wise to be smart. But when you're feeling all kinds of way all the time, maybe you need to turn that inwards, you know? I think they say that a lot where people, when people are cheating, the person that is cheating is then more suspicious of the person that they're cheating on because they're the ones that are, is cheating, right? So it brings that whole weird thing. Same thing here. If you're so convinced that all these people are trying to scam you and use you constantly, people that don't even know each other, people from different parts of the world that end up being in your family, I don't know, you might want to think about that. Just saying. Um, Lydia says, I didn't know that they were wealthy like that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And Belly says, Karen wants all her children to be alone. Chantel, Royal, and let's not forget poor Winter. And Crystal says, exactly, Lydia. Y'all are a regular, schmegular, degular Cardi voice. Oh, yeah. Old family, don't flatter yourselves. Um, and Rodella says, like the whole story about Anjanette's family wanting all their money. Yeah. And remember, they thought Lydia wanted all her their money. Everyone wants their money. Everyone wants their money. Um, so yeah. Then it ended. And like I said in the beginning of our show, guys, it ended very lackluster. Now, here's what I think, and it's just my theory, and I could be wrong, but I think that we are going to see a season three of Family Chantel. I think that they already have some footage to use because how they ended it, they were still in the Philippines and there's like walking out the wedding, right? And marriage isn't easy. Marriage is hard is Pedro's words of wisdom, but we still have all that footage that they had to have filmed them going back to the US and all of that stuff. So do you think that we're going to see a season three of The Family Chantel? I personally do think we're going to see it. I think we're going to see it soon. I think that they already have some footage pre-pandemic. And so I think it's just going to pick up where it left off. Because although, especially on social media, people love to hate this family. People love the show. And they do bring the drama. So I think that we're definitely going to see more of it. Um, Krista said, I didn't know it was a finale until I watched Pillow Talk afterwards. Yeah, it was the finale and it was lackluster ending. And Krista says, yes, there will be a season three and I'm sure it revolves around Alejandro. And Belly says, I want another season. I want another season two, Belly. I think that it will involve Alejandro a lot. Um, and I think that all the stuff that we have talked about tonight, y'all, with the wife and maybe the kids and all of that will be intertwined in the mix. And you guys don't forget winter was on break from her boyfriend. So they still have all of that to deal with. So I wouldn't be surprised if jaw comes back in some shape, way or form. And then we still have one kid. We still have one kid who we haven't seen him bring anyone around so we can still deal with river. So we got a lot of content that, that can just be more story. Um, Raydella says, maybe we'll get more Royal. We'll definitely get more Royal because that footage is still there um, from the Philippines and they just got married. So we're definitely going to, it's going to be like a follow-up. Like we followed um, Chantel and Pedro, right? For their first year of marriage. But um, Crystal said, yeah, true. Maybe River's rap career. 
Um, I don't know if they'll focus on his career. I think that it, they're gonna, if he finds a partner, I think that they could easily fit that into this whole scheme of things. Isabella says, right? I was just going to say about River and his career. Y'all, River is actually really talented and I wish that he would have come on the show uh, when he had agreed to, because I really wanted him to talk about it. He really is talented. He's actually a rapper. Um, and his music is actually pretty catchy. I can't say that about all the music I've heard from some of the 90 day cast members, but River's actually really talented. I'm struggling with uh, the latest rapper. I'm not gonna name him, I'm gonna leave him for tomorrow with our news and gossip. Um, but go to our social media, y'all, 90 Day the Melanated Way, and take a look at the latest rap song. Okay, I just have to say it because I can't hold it in. Tariq um, posted another rap. Turns out, y'all, his um, hot sauce song, the hot sauce, he's actually releasing it as, as a single uh, on all the streaming platforms. And He's working on an album that he's releasing soon. So there's an album and Hot Sauce is a single. That's all I'm gonna say about that for now. The rest will be tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but River is talented. I even think Soldier Boy is talented. Tariq. Tariq. I think Tariq has many talents many talents. I think he's a great realtor. I think he's a great dad. Um, that's all I know about him for now. But rapping might not be his forte. Sorry, Tariq. Anywho, guys, the season's over. Thank you for being with me for 10 episodes of the Family Chantel drama. I loved it. I love you guys. I want to talk a little bit about, oh God, the sword skills. Y'all, if you really want me to get started about Tariq, I will. I'm trying to be on my best behavior and say positive things only because we all have our special talents. I just personally think that rapping is just not his forte. Maybe he should sing a little bit. Maybe he should be la, 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 la. You know what I mean? Like, maybe there's a little of that that will work for him. But, like... This whole rap business, I just, I don't want him to lay his eggs in that card. Because like I said last night, I think it was last night I was talking about it. You know, there are versus battles. I couldn't think of who he could go against and not get slayed. And slayed not in a nice way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hesitate to say this, but like the real rappers out there, who've been on the grind and perfected their skills, they might have some words. That's all. Crystal said, he's like someone's dad out there doing the most. <laughs> he's like your drunk uncle at holiday parties or family gatherings who all of a sudden is like, yeah, I've been, I've been writing a lot, y'all. I've been writing, I've been writing y'all and I'm, I'm I'm dropping these rhymes. And then he decides that he's going to do a little mini performance. And he's got, not his notebook, but he probably has his phone. And he's there like, 
And so the what? And like he gets super hyped, and you're just looking at him like, oh god, that's who he is. Um. Anyhow, you guys got me totally sidetracked. Wanted to talk about tomorrow. So tomorrow's a big day, y'all. We are uh, talking to Paul from Paul and Karini, Paul Stahl, 5 p.m. So a different time slot, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We will be talking with Paul. I've also got a Portuguese translator coming on board just in case Karini wants to pop her head in uh, that we will be able to talk to her and she'll be able to uh, experience this interview fully and completely as well. So tomorrow at five o'clock, uh, be here or be square. We will have our news and gossip show um, for our elite Patreon subscribers. So make sure that you are subscribed to our Patreon uh, for all the latest news and gossip. And just so you guys know for future, because we're new to YouTube, we're opening up this uh, interview, but normally it is uh, behind the paid wall, behind our subscriptions. So you don't want to miss out because there's so much good stuff coming down the pipeline, y'all. Like s interviews back to back to back to back. So get on that Patreon real quick. $5 a month won't hurt you. Um, and it will support this show and support all the things that we do. So get on there. And if you, you know, have a take a look at the tiers, figure it out. And in the meantime, make sure that you are following us all across social medias at 90 Day The Melanated Way. Please like, subscribe, and tell a friend to tell a friend, especially about tomorrow. Let's get as many people there as we can because, you know, Paul, I've interviewed Paul a few times before, and he is a great interviewer. Um, so spread the word for me, will you? Y'all have socials. Go ahead and just throw it out there. Throw it in a story. Throw it on a Facebook post. Spread the word. Help us out. And I feel like I should have said mic drop there. Like, mic drop. Um, and then if you guys also like uh, celebrity interviews on today's Tuesday, that's Monday. On Thursday, um, I'm interviewing Antonio Geronimo. If you guys ever watch Mine's MC. And he's going to be on the new season of Snowfall on FX. I'm talking to him on Thursday. And on Friday, I'm talking to one of the cast members, I can't remember her name, but from Ruthless on BET. So it's a jam-packed week. And I hope to see you guys all of those days. So I'll see you all tomorrow. We love you. Till tomorrow. Ciao. Ciao, Bellas and Bells. Bellas and Bells. Um, bye for now. Bye, Isabella. So happy that you joined us, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye, fam. Crystal, Redella, Lydia. You know who we're missing? Amanda. I, I say her name automatically, but bye, y'all. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>